Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to yeah. First Things First. What happened? Oh, well, so we forgot to oh. be back. We, sorry. Oh, you're back. Back. Oh, Good to see you again. I forgot. <laughs> we <laughs> missed you, Wilde. Thank Good you. to see I you. I did not miss you guys, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, live from New York, it's the show that's wishing you a happy Halloween. Look at that white. Today, oh. Harden to L.A. While this roster would definitely win in 2018, can they win in 2023? Meanwhile, a Halloween trick-or-treat question. This is a real one, bro. Is there a chance Brock Purdy could be Is benched? Is it real? And finally, Is it real? does the ghost of bad takes return to haunt the top of Mahomes Mountain? Mm, alongside Chris Broussard, Kevin Wilds wishing you a happy Halloween. I didn't get a chance to talk about our Chiefs. Mm, wasn't great. Wasn't great. And I told you, I said, you got to be careful. You're like, 100%. You're going to introduce Brew and I? Oof, I did. I said, alongside. <laughs> I was worried about you. I was worried about you. That's Nick Wright. We start. Uh, that's a long wipe. Wow. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, we start uh, for the third time while I've been on this show. Harden's new home. <laughs> Good thing James Harden's bags were packed that one time. He's now on the Clippers. Here's the main headline: Harden, PJ Tucker, all of his sneakers headed to LA. Covington back in Philly. With Marcus Morris, Batum, KJ Martin, two first round picks, two second round picks, and a first round pick swap. Clippers now have a big four, bro. Was this a good move for LA? Your Clippers. Yeah, is it are are yeah, they back? You might be back. Are your Clippers Clippers back? We're back! Oh, we are back! We are so back! That is so That's exciting. Not- that is so not be that. Psych. Oh, he said psych. Oh, I was going to say, there's no oh, possibility. damn it. No, I will so not go that far. That. But I do like the trade for them. I, I kind of like it both ways. We'll talk about that Philly side later. But I like this. One reason I just can't put all my eggs in the Clipper basket is because we know at some point, inevitably, Kawhi or PG-13 will probably go down. Hopefully not, but probably. That's why I can't put my eggs in their basket. But I do like this trade because, one, I think they needed a playmaker, okay? And obviously PG, Paul George, and Kawhi can handle the ball, and -hmm. they've gotten away with not really having a true point guard. But now you bring a distributor there. Forget the Houston Harden. That's out. Okay, he's going to be the Harden that he was in Brooklyn, where he would with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, where he's going to distribute the basketball. And they've already started that transition with the Clippers with Westbrook 
kind of handling it, and PG and, and Kawhi playing off the ball more. And they've been excellent. They're second-rated offense in the league. I know it's three games, but through three games, they've been great offensively. So I think he feels that, Bill. Two, and this might be the main reason they did it, or one of them, he's insurance policy for when if Kawhi or Paul George gets hurt. Because, and even if, if they don't get hurt, he, st- he can take a little load off of those guys so that, you know, they don't have to play as many minutes and you don't need to put as much pressure on them to carry mm-hmm. you. Now he can do it. I think all things ideally, he'll average about 17 points no. and 10 assists a game. That's, I, That's impossible? Well, what? no, I mean, he will be miserable. Listen, this is not going to work. Clippers, to me, are in denial on where they are. Mm-hmm. And they are now they are going to get a worse version of Russell Westbrook, who was finally empowered and happy and playing the best basketball he had played in years. Russ and Harden came together for one year, and at the end of it, they both it was they were both so miserable they both demanded trades outside out of Houston. We heard from Doc Rivers recently now that he is in the media that what happened with Harden last year. Well. It really bothered him that he didn't make the all-star team. We heard from Harden himself that he was bothered during the postseason that he wasn't allowed to be old James Harden. And to me, Harden now is empowered more than ever. Because he got, he acted as poorly as one could act, melted down in the playoffs again, and got exactly what he wanted. And he actually has, while I understand the Clippers may maybe have some leverage over Harden because it's like, we might not pay you, he feels like he has leverage over them because uh, you clearly don't want to extend Kawhi, you don't want to extend Paul George, or else you would have already done it. Russ, you gave the minimum to. I want to be here. And so I think this is... I, I think that this is the Clippers trying to grasp onto the idea that this team was was ever actually a contender. And maybe... You don't think they were ever a contender? I, I, no, I mean, maybe in the bubble it could have happened. I know just yesterday Lou Williams was doing an interview saying, we'd have won the championship, but the bubble sucked. Yeah. And so, I, they, but that was, again, you guys used to make fun of me when I was like, you know, the Lakers just won the title two years ago, three years ago. The, the bubble was four seasons ago. Right. And so that the, the, the What's idea been their main problem, the, though? Injuries. The, and and again, I'm not picking them to win the West. I'm just I'm I'm a I'm a, in, I can't believe you think that Harden thinks he's going to go there and play like he did for I Mike think Dantone. Harden is going to do what he has done everywhere he has ever gone. Be great in the, for the opening month or two, then get upset, mercurial, disengaged, and be awful in the playoffs. I All I have is 15 years of it. Yeah, I mean, what? Fair. why would he be different? Why? I mean, he got exactly what he wanted. Right. He doesn't, what does he want? He wanted to go to L.A. is my point. Oh, no, but he, he, okay, he's, he's always in LA. wanted to go. He doesn't know what he wants. He wants to go to Brooklyn. He wants to go to Philadelphia. He doesn't know what now he, he wants. wants to, he, does, he wants money. He wants to win. He wants to compete. Well, if you want to compete, now you're with the MVP. You don't like that. Right. Daryl Morey's a liar. Nope, Daryl Morey is like my best friend in Houston. It's so sporadic. I think Brew is right. We know how this. You think it's going to work? I agree. With no, you. I think we know how this is going to end. It's going to be the most sporadic team. That Russ is going to be good until he's not, and Kawhi is going to be good until he doesn't play, and Paul George is going to be good until he gets hurt or the playoffs come and he's a little up and down. And Harden's going to be the same way. It's just you're, it's going to be roll the dice, see what you get for the Clippers day in day out. I agree with you in that. The, to me, the big question is Russ. 
How does this affect him? Do you but he's only been averaging eight points a game, eight shots a game. Like he's Russ but is quickly wild. Well, it's not going to be now. I mean, right. even if he's so starting. What and the ball he? hasn't been exclusively no, in his true. hands as it is. He's only taking eight shots a game. He's getting six, six assists, seven rebounds. And his inner, he's kind of doing everything for mm-hmm. them. And that's what they need him to do. And his high energy and hustle is important for that team because their three stars, Harden, Kawhi, and, and Paul George, are all low energy. So, I, look, I'm going I'm to give it a shot. Here's the title odds. Uh, Boston's still in the driver's seat. Then it's the Bucks. Then the reigning champs, which is super low and I would say disrespectful. Then it's Phoenix and then the Clippers. It's fifth best. Are you buying their contenders, Nick? No. I think that right now, and I, I don't want to take take sh- I take shots at anyone, but I also don't. It, maybe it's just not even a person. Maybe it's an algorithm that put this together. ESPN, which otherwise, has, they've got a great football analytics department. Their, their analytics <laughs> department today mm-hmm. said the Clippers are the favorites in the West. The Clippers have the really? same chances. Yeah, the favorites in the West over Denver. The same chances of making the conference finals as Milwaukee. And better title odds than every team in the league except for Milwaukee or Boston. That is bananas. Those odds right there are bananas. To me, in the West right now, unequivocally, I like Denver, Golden State, OKC, and Phoenix more. I like all of them more. I definitely. I think I like Dallas, Sacramento, and the Lakers more. I have not been happy with how the Lakers have played at all. That's why I said I think. That then puts the Clippers with the Timberwolves, with Minnesota, if people believe Memphis is going to get it turned around, I don't in that in that general vicinity. Well, I listed four teams definitely ahead of them, three that I think are ahead of them. That puts them in the play-in area, which, by the way, is around the area they were in last year. Now, they avoided it, but if you remember, the play-in thing was coming down to the last week. Like, I don't think, Brew, this is a great team. I think this is a team that has mortgaged its entire future they do not control any of their first, first or second round picks for the next six years. And, and by the way, what do Harden, Russ, Kawhi, and Paul George all have in common? They all could be free agents after this year. They all either have expiring contracts or player options. So uh, I don't understand what they're doing other than trying to convince themselves they can compete for a championship when I think they're well, that, competing that, to avoid the play-in. I think That's Steve Ballmer saying – this is the last grasp at winning the championship with Kawhi and Paul George. Right. Obviously, and I look, I think they've failed largely because they've been injured. I mean, last year, Paul George didn't play any playoff games. Kawhi only played two. Like, they, other than that year in the bubble, when they blew it in the bubble, they definitely melted down against Denver when they were up 3-1. But they had really haven't, to me, had a great chance. Kind of like, you'll laugh, but Brooklyn, all right, with, with their big three. But – I agree with Nick. To, to have them favorites in the West is crazy. All right. Now, I think they're I'm, – I'm like – I like Denver, Phoenix, Golden State better than them. Mm-hmm. I think the Clippers are right there after them with Sack, maybe the Lakers, and then you got Dallas, OKC, New Orleans, Minnesota. I think they will def- – if they're healthy, they definitely can make the playoffs. All right. But as Jeez, far – I hope so. Yeah, well, I mean, not even in the play-in. I mean, they, they are a playoff I know, team. Still, I agree. That's a far away from, like, 
contending for a championship. I, I, I think, think they, they are the a, I think they are, like I said, I've got them fourth. I got them ahead of the Lakers right now, who I don't think are looking good. And if, in the playoffs, here's the thing with Harden. We know his problem has been not showing up, shrinking in big moments. Yeah. He's the third option. If he will be able to shrink, because if you have Kawhi Leonard healthy, Paul George there, Westbrook, you know, they still got Norman Powell. They got other guys that can score. They can handle him just passing the ball and taking 11 shots in one of those can games he where he doesn't show up. Well, no, but I'm saying if he shrinks, when he shrunk, well, then you know what? Then then they can go to other guys. It's only a one-year deal. It's it's not like – I I don't know that they're locked into him. Oh, I I agree they're not locked into him, which is why I think they paid – they were the only team bidding, and they kept bidding against themselves. They gave up essentially three first-round picks for James Harden. Like we'll, well, they've we'll, been there to the pick thing. I, I mean, they, they've been through the process thing, and they did that years ago, I, and it never worked out for them. They gave and up they're trying to win now. as much, if not a touch more, for Harden than the Celtics gave up for Drew Holiday. And I think that is bananas. I just flatly think that's bananas. They've also had one win in their last ten games against Denver. So does Harden make them – they're going to beat Denver four times in seven games? No. Uh, Denver owns a lot of the teams. I mean, Denver's the best <laughs> well, that's team in the, the West. Point. It's not yeah, West, the Lakers. Not wide open. They own the Lakers. Uh, Harden, one of the four former MVPs to be traded four times. The other, good company, Moses, Bob McAdoo, and teammate oh, for funny. the third time, Russell Westbrook. Here's Harden's journey since leaving the Thunder. Rockets like to shoot, and then the Nets a little bit less, and the Sixers. You know, the assists are there, 21 points. So, Nick, what is Harden's legacy going to be? That's so funny. I didn't know that stat you just mentioned, mm-hmm. but I wrote on my on my sheet right here, I have Bob McAdoo, question mark. And then I also have oh. Pistol Pete. Oh, in that, I like Pistol Pete it, as a cop. So, so, here's the thing. That's a- Anyone who, if you talk to someone who is old enough to have watched Pistol Pete, they're usually... Not that complimentary of him as a teammate, winner, but, uh, you know, audit his skill. But, you, but when you look back at it, you're like, my God, yes. the guy averaged 40 a game in college, no three-point right. line. And then you see his numbers in the pros. Harden is going to be a guy that in 15 years... Folks go up to, you know, Grandpa Broussard and are like, why don't you guys put more respect on James Harden's name? And Bru's going to say, young man, you had to be there. Trust me on this one. And what's, I think, going to really hurt him is to use, you know, maybe passe vernacular. He doesn't have any stands. There's nobody out there caping for James Harden. Harden We learned learned this past year Paul George has more diehards really than does. James Harden. He doesn't have a city that's endlessly loyal to him anymore after he spurned Houston than Houston spurned him. He doesn't like, you know, people like Allen Iverson's legacy is kind of, I don't want to say controversial. He's, he's going to be an icon. But, but he, has, he has folks that will be like one of the five best players ever and they will fight you on mm-hmm. it. For the, like, Harden's got nobody. And he's not – if they win a title here, I guess well, Bob McAdoo, by the way, won a title yeah, as a six-man. As a role player. As a role player, it'd be similar there. But I just think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, man, 
You had to be there for it. Because I know the numbers tell you one thing, but those of us who watched him and covered him, we will tell you something very differently, which is he napalmed teams and melted in the postseason every stop of the way. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Because Pistol – look, Iverson and Pistol Pete are icons. I look at them as icons. But they, neither of them obviously won. Iverson at least led a team to the finals. Pistol yeah. Pete didn't win it, it, I think he got out of round one once. Right, like, like – like, So, I think Harden – I think his basketball legacy and his greatness on the court will be remembered. This is one of the elite all-time few players who I think was an all-time elite scorer and playmaker. Like, he is a great point guard when he wants to be. And so I think people remember that. He's obviously top 75. He's first ballot Hall of Famer. All of that, you can't take it away from him. And I think, Nick – he led enough teams to the conference finals where, yes, he, he melted down. He also had some big playoff games, but he melted down at moments. But he, he went deep enough in the playoffs regularly where I don't think comparing him to a Pistol Pete or anything like that. Like, people will question whether or not a Pistol Pete should have been top 75. Sure. They'll never question that about James Harden. Uh, so I, I think the thing is, he to me, not that category you mentioned, he's in the category of, Obviously, he hadn't gone this far, but a Dennis Rodman and a Kyrie Irving where it's controversial, the controversial James Harden. Like, the first sentence of his story will be the controversial James or will Harden. It, Wilds, will it be controversial or will it be quitter? You think it's going to be quitter? I, I, I think it right now he's Right now, I mean, he's the all-time Guinness World Record holder for quitting on franchises. It works, though. The, Here's the problem, like, it, the media will drag him over the coals and say, like, no, you're not supposed to do this. He's like, you know what? It's worked every time. Wait, but it hasn't. I would argue it has not worked at all. He has not gotten his money. He has not gotten his numbers. But he has he's not gone got, to he has where not he wants won. to go. But then, every he's team he's he wanted just, to go not, to, Not the numbers he, he had previously. No, yes, he gets to go where he wants to go, and then he realizes, I'm not happy here. It's not like at the end of these things he's like, told you so. Look at this ring. Look at these stats. Look at this contract. Each place has gotten worse for him. Each step. But we put the player empowerment era, and, like, we put it up on a pedestal. It's LeBron and Rich, and they've made it all work. And, like, Harden's kind of, like, down at the bottom. He's like, I made it work, too, by pouting and quitting on the team and showing up overweight and quitting during the game. But, But guess what? It works for both of us. But Mine's I, just a little bit scrappier. But and I uglier. guess I disagree with you that it's worked. I do not. Yeah, I, I think, think James Harden feels like he, he's got nothing he wanted except for the locations. But, but the, a lot of people could pick the city they want to work in if they can't pick the money or in, and they can't pick their title. Like Harden just keeps getting lesser roles on teams. Mm. Shorter contract length, less total dollars, and lower standing in the public eye. I'm not saying it's a good strategy. I'm saying it has. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't necessarily a good I plan, mean, but he, the plan he's worked. He's blown the money himself. Yes, that's on Agreed. him. Agreed. All right, there's no. I yeah. mean, most of this is on him, but the money is. Yeah. Just him uh, making bad right, decisions. Sixers side of things, draft picks. To me, Nick, feels very processy. Um, right. Here, in the odds to win the East go Celtics, Bucks, Cavs, Sixers, then Miami. But you are, have an optimistic view on this. Are the Sixers better off without Harden? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm shocked 
that the first of all the Clippers valued man more than an unprotected first. I think the Sixers ended up doing better because the Clippers initially said no. Because and we can show it to you. I said it before, but what the Drew Holiday trade versus the James Harden trade, and the reason I'm mentioning this is because what you are going to see, I think, is the the. So that's what they got for Drew: two firsts, two players with. You know, with more than a year left on the deal and some injury history, right? The Sixers got three firsts, better firsts, by the way, because the Golden State first and the Boston first in 29 is should not be very good. And then and then players not as good as that. Here's why I bring it up. Uh, when the next player, Drew Holiday caliber, is available, the Sixers now clearly have the ammunition. So I agree with you. The draft picks might be overrated for Joel Embiid and his future there. Mm-hmm. But Zach Levine might not be, or Brandon Ingram might not be, oh, or as Chris Mannix mentioned, OG Ananobi right. might not be. And that's what I think is happening here. Daryl now has, you don't think people want the unprotected 28 and 29 Clippers picks? Even if this works out by 28, 29, they're, you know what I mean? They're, exactly. Right. And so I think that this ends up getting them the move they need. And they grew, believe it or not, the only player under contract after this year for the Sixers is Embiid. So they're going to have cap space in this capital this okay. year to be able to go get a player. They'll have 50 to $65 million in the summer yeah. to, to sign a free agent. All right, so that's one thing. And then, like Nick said, they'll have the ammunition in expiring contracts. All the contracts they got were expiring. Yep. And draft picks to maybe during the season. Like that's I think what they I'm played, talking about. Let, right, during let the this season. play out and see how you look. And then if you feel like you need somebody like a Zach Levine, you have the ammunition to go get him. I also think basketball-wise. I said this, you guys know this, two, three weeks ago. They can go as far without James Harden as they could with him. And Max, Which is the second round. Max is playing great. 30 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds a game. Now, he's not going to keep that up, but he could be a future star. And, look, these guys aren't tremendous. Covington, Batum, but they give you depth. They've got three scores with Embiid, uh, Maxi, and, and Tobias. Tobias Harris, who's averaging 19 a game. Kelly Oubre, I think, is a pretty good player. He's, He's not going to score like he is now at 19, but he can score. Like, they, they're one of the deeper teams now. I think they're not with Milwaukee and Boston. Then what's but the, I think they could be that second. Like, they can, they can play with anybody else the in the East. Well, look, the congratulations. What? Well, I'm the MVP. They weren't going anywhere with Harden. That's the thing. Harden could have came back smiling and eating ice cream, and they wouldn't have went to the finals. My issue is with this. I I think what you said makes total sense. It's like, look, next superstar that's available, boom, we can get him. But if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm like, yeah, I heard that when when we were sitting Ben Simmons on the sideline, and then we got Harden. And this feels like a retread. Well, I went out and won MVP. Now you're selling me the same story that you sold me. Yes. When we had to sit, when we had to sideline Ben Simmons. There's so no, we got Harden, and I went through this whole year, won the MVP, and now I'm back to that, square one. That's, there's no what you're saying is 100 percent correct. That doesn't change the fact that given the reality, Daryl Morey no, made right. it made the I think the the mistake of getting in business once again with James Harden. And James Harden in some ways helped make Daryl Morey into what he is and also has been maybe his biggest downfall in certain areas. He extricated himself from it, given the circumstances, I believe as well as he could have. And if you end up with 
uh, you know, the 24th best player in the league alongside Embiid because of what you traded away for Harden, it's going to be fine. But, yeah, it's going to take some patience, and I understand you're saying Embiid might be running short on it. But there's nothing you can do right now. Yeah. You've got to make the best of a bad situation. Tricky. All right, coming up next, Purdy benched, question mark. Not, <laughs> not a statement. Well, next not on yet. FS1 in the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. I told them those bat wipes are scary. Too intense. They are scary. They me. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to a very spooky show. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Brock Purdy has lost three in a row, and now, and this is so silly, it boggles the mind, and I tried to get it out of the show, but Nick demanded it. No, it's news. It's not news. I'm sorry, I'm a facts guy. I'm not just going to protect Someone... your favorite sons. It's news. The head coach of the Niners asked a question. We're going to play it. That's all. That's the news. That's all. all right. All right. Go, go ahead, Wally. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> Kyle, will you consider making a change at quarterback during the bye week? And if not, why? A change at what? Quarterback. No. Why? Because no one just changes our quarterback for no reason. Come on. What? Come on. What's the question, Wilds? I don't even know. What's the question? Just go. You is just it, is there go. a chance? Yeah, Shanahan, yeah, that just felt like a question out of the blue. Greg Jennings is here, everybody. Okay. A question out of the blue, and Shanahan dismissed it. Okay. <laughs> and we're treating so it as you it think like, it is? No. What? Hold on. Wow. Is it on the board that at some point this year Brock Purdy gets benched? Of course. And just so we know that hey, this is not this is not me being unfair. This is me being totally honest and objective. Any quarterback across modern NFL history, if you were on a universally accept, or accepted as stacked team, mm-hmm. that is an SBOB team, that is an unproven quarterback, whose backup, the head coach to your guys' point that you guys fell all over yourselves to make a big deal of, spoke glowingly about calling him Steve Young, who, by the way, did once upon a time replace an actual legend. If you are in the midst of a four Five-game losing streak, of course, your job is in jeopardy. Well, we're three games into it. Mm-hmm. Next week, they are a two-point favorite. Two-point favorite in Jacksonville. We can show you their schedule. If you don't think that if this thing tailspins for the Niners and 5-0 and turns into 6-5, and that there is not going to be real discussion about Sam Darnold 
the who could be, quote, Steve Young, which I tried to dismiss, <laughs> but you two said was a big deal. All we said was he's exactly. Right. So then, yes, it is on the board because right. Purdy has not earned the unbenchable capital that an actual star quarterback has, and you know you agree. Well, look, first of all, Kyle Shanahan, that was perfect. That was the perfect response. And if you listen to it, we, we kind of spread it up. Like, when he first was asked a question, he, there's like a pause, like, like, what? And right. Like, what? And then, then it's like the, the guy asked him, like, well, why not? And he's like, it's like a pause, you know. And then he says, because you don't bench guys for no reason. That was perfect. And I'm not going to mock the question because our teachers taught all of us. The only bad question is the one you don't ask, right? So oh. he can ask this, but this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Three game, Benching Brock Purdy during the bye week for three bad games? His first 13 games were from good to great. All right? And then he has three bad games and you want to bench him. Man, let's look at the three bad games. Cleveland was bad. But at the end of the game, when they needed somebody to march him down, he marched him down and they missed the field goal. It's fair. That happens to all quarterbacks. But he did his job. Mm -hmm. The next game, Minnesota, he was good and then got concussed and threw two interceptions. Now, I don't know if that's the reason for the two interceptions, but it's got to be thrown into the stoop. Okay? Cincinnati was good. He was. And then he was good throughout most of the game and then late was bad. Late, he was bad with the two interceptions. So I'm just saying, now, I agree with you, Nick. Benching him during the bye week is absolutely ridiculous. It shouldn't even be considered. And I'm not saying it should But I agree with you. I don't have the glee inside that you have about it. But I agree. Look, he has not had the history or the experience or the legacy even in college where he's like beyond reproach. If Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, Lamar, they have a tough stretch, you just have a touch stretch. We'll play through it. He hasn't earned that. So, yeah, if when you use a lot of ifs, if this spirals and the next th- two or two or three games, two of the next three. Are, well, and he plays poorly. Like yes, if he plays yeah, really yeah, poorly yes, of and they lose, it should be on the table. Honestly, it should. OK, I don't think it's going to get to that Came point. All the way around. Right. And that's a but that's a big if. No, I'm just saying it, he has not earned the, as much as I like him and believe in him. He has not earned the status where he hasn't earned no matter the right how bad it is, you can't bench him. Right. And he can't I don't think he'll be that bad. I think I he'll know. rebound, yeah. but yeah, it could be. He's not getting benched, Thank and you. I, I hear what you're saying. And all of the, I'm not saying he's not benchable because he is. If he were to keep playing bad, but he's not because he is not to take on all the blame of why the 49ers have lost these three games. And the reason why he can't take on all the blame is because his head coach, who I agree with and loved his response, he needs to share some of that blame. Mm. Because if the play calling is different, they are a different team. Oh. When you look at this 49ers team, if you just take a look at this, like when they run the football, yep. when they decide to run the football, they are a tough team to beat. Right. You talked about it a little bit yesterday. First, through From week one to week five, 34 attempts. You were shoving it down Christian McCaffrey's throat. Like literally, here, Christian, go, 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 go. And then you go, you get away from it. Obviously, he got hurt, suffered the injury, and he comes back, and you start to try to rely on Brock Purdy to do a little bit more. Debo Samuel, you have a lead. 
and, it is and, and they're well, trailing, so they defense, have to throw so. the ball more. Right. It, it, is, it is easier to run, but for, for the 49ers, the way they've been structured, even when Jimmy G, all he does is win for you guys over there on that side that's, of the table. Like, true. it was play action. We got to establish to run, so we make the picture clear for our quarterback. So the decision-making is easy and simplified. That is their style of play. It's not a knock on Brock Purdy, but it's one of the unique what, situations in all of the, football where you can about put any quarterback in that situation. And the other problem is... Because Brew brought up the point yesterday that, you know, Mahomes has had rough stretches. Josh Allen has had rough stretches. All, all, almost all those guys, we, one of the reasons we deal with it is because we see some of these things. We're like, wow, but what Mahomes can do, the throws he can make, those things. Brock Purdy's thing was he doesn't make mistakes. He's a process. Absolutely. He's a great decision maker. Right. And you guys know I don't like. He does make some nice throws. The, oh, tight windows. Oh, okay. No, he does. Okay. The, I, I, not as many as any of the top flight quarterbacks. But, and du- listen, you guys know I don't like the fake stats. But Dusty loves them. And Dusty was like, hey, put this on TV. So I was like, Dusty, if you make me, I will. The pro football focus does the interceptable passes that we can show you. Intercept. Turnover worthy plays. Pardon me. And so what do those five guys ahead of him have in common? Uh, They're backups, or they're going to get benched, or they've already been benched, and then Purdy. So if his thing had been, doesn't make the mistakes, and now he's making them, and maybe all along he was making them, they just weren't getting caught, that guy can get benched. They that sounds like, what is that stat you mocked NHF, at? not his fault. Yeah, That's yeah, the that sounds I said, I don't exactly like what you I know, killed I know, I said I don't like him. Dustin made me put it on TV. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like I like the raw stats, picked or not picked. I'm just telling you. All right, San Francisco going all in on their defense. Chase Young. Wow, why did they have to do that? Headed from uh, Washington to San Francisco for what we think right now is a compensatory third-round pick. He reunites with college teammate Bosa. Um, Greg, we'll start with you. Do you like this move for the 49ers? Yeah, I think it's a great move for the 49ers. If you're, when you look at them and what we all have seen them do in the past, when they have had success defensively, was get after the Get after the quarterback, the opposing team quarterback. Well, that really hasn't been taking right. place. We, you paid uh, Nick Bosa, Bosa all this money, and it's not that he's not impactful, but you expect his production yeah. to be through the roof. It, you want him to be that defensive player of the year that you signed up for basically for these years. So you add another guy and give them depth along that defensive line. You expect Chase Young to come in with a chip on his shoulder, wanting to prove himself worthy of a long-term deal with, with, with whatever team deems him nece- necessary. Like, this is a big pickup for the 49ers. Great move because, I mean, Nick Bosa is great, but he hasn't been great this year. Now, he's gotten some QB hits and stuff, yeah. but sack-wise, he's on pace for the lowest of his career. I think he's got two and a half at this point. We're basically halfway through the season, maybe three. Chase Young has twice as many as Bosa has. So now you, if you get a pass rush, and for all the talk about Brock Purdy, the defense hasn't played well lately. Correct. And so if you strengthen the defense – then you think the offense and everything else should follow. So, absolutely great move. For them. I mean, it's the, they're giving up what's going to be about the 100th pick of the draft for what might only be nine games of Chase Young, and that's assuming he's healthy. Health has that's, been the biggest concern right. for him, mm-hmm. but this year he's been healthy. But these are the, listen, when you, have, when you are so limited at quarterback, 
These are the things you have to do to be able to win the Super Bowl. Okay. It's, it's true. It is okay. true, guys. I'm, I'm, guys, they are trying to. They, he, they, he's they can win the, the Super Bowl this rating. year. They believe they can win the Super Bowl this year. Know, they are all in on they're it. Not the Rams so added limited. Von Miller, too, and Matthew Stafford well, thank you. wasn't the, limited at quarterback. The, that's what guys I, at you add guys at the deadline if you think you can win the Super Bowl. Okay, I okay, that's fine. I am I'm simply saying I think we are seeing the Niners right now recognize a team that was five and zero and everyone was saying was you know an A one contender. You know what? We're going to borrow from the future for right now because we need. Well, even you're trying more to juice. win now. They're okay. an S Bob yeah. team. That, ex- exactly They're right. right. They're at the top e- of that Exactly list. right. Not feeling great about my Commanders to the playoffs pick. <laughs> I'm going to have to redo this. <laughs> Coming up next, Lions. Boy, it's you not your good fault if they do a sell-off. Yeah, man, that's, that's right. It's not your fault. Oh, yeah. seen that. It, yeah. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Monday Night Football and the Frisky Lions, who are somehow overrated and underrated at the same time, move to 6-2. and two. Goff goes for almost 275 in touchdown. Gibbs had 152 on the ground with a touchdown. Here's their team rankings, Brew. No. That's Jared Goff's rankings. <laughs> Yeah. But in a magical twist, there we look go. at that. Here we go. Here, we go. <laughs> Here are their team <laughs> rankings, offense and defense. Uh, right up there with the cream of the crop and the Chiefs. So, Brew, are the Lions legit contenders to Wait, win? So the Chiefs are the only team top five in both? Crazy. Go ahead. Sorry, that's just crazy. And they're fourth in both. Wow. I wow. might have answered crazy. this differently. I thought the Chiefs office was cooked. Had we not <laughs> talked crazy. about it yesterday. Yeah. But it's come to my attention because of yesterday's discussion. It pains me to say this, but FTF, first things first, is about participation trophies. Oh, this guy. All right. I know. Greg and I literally talk. Just making the playoffs makes you a contender. No, it does not. All right. That, well, that's what it, No. It, look. Is that what you said? That, that is not what I said. Is wait, that what I wait, said? That is that not is what you not said. What I is said. It, that's that, not what we were the only people there. I, y'all can say all that. No. You, you can say you didn't say that exact phraseology. But your what you said, Bro, both they can of be them the one were saying seat. that team, teams teams that could care. be the one seed are care. contenders. No, they, they don't have a tough schedule. The, and they they might win the most games. Do you think you can? You, so you think you they can are be the not one as seed. good as uh, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Dallas? Okay, I don't know about San Francisco. I think they are equal with Dallas. But hold on, are you arguing that you can be the one seed already by definition, then be in the final eight? 
only have home games to get to the Super Bowl. I, I and am not, not be a considering contender. you in my. Who I'm picking to win the Super Bowl, I don't think Detroit is one of those top teams in the in well, the I understand, AFC, but Bruce, you're not coming off your pick, but are they a I am, I'm telling you, no. Okay. Stop All right, well, then they Bruce, can't the do pro- anything. The problem I Just have like if Jacksonville team. has the number one seed, they're not going to be winning the AFC. Okay, okay. But See, the problem that I have with you saying this is because, like, you say if Detroit loses in the postseason or Jacksonville loses in the postseason, I told you so. But if the Eagles I'm lose in the postseason, you, you're not saying. Because we, I think they're no, a contender. You're not. I, they're my pick to win it all. I understand. But, okay, let's go with the Cowboys. If the Cowboys lose in the playoffs, you're saying because they got in, they're not contenders. They are contenders. No, I think but Dallas if they is. lose all of a sudden, yeah, I knew Bruce, they were contenders. What Detroit do is my question. They won in Look, Kansas City. They, they finished last year great. As Wilds pointed out, they're top ten in both. Yeah. They've Golf handled their business. They, 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 what more could they, they do? They haven't played the toughest schedule. What? All right, They beat Kansas City, and that was a great win. We and had a lot of, of their, fun at your expense, but Kansas City was out there second and third best player. I understand. Okay, and, and, They need to prove to me that they can win with expectations. Because every time I've seen them with major expectations, they haven't Bro, After week done. one, they, that was your question was about them going into week one. Yeah, they and they lost. No, it wasn't going into week one. It was going they, into week no, one. Because they no, it wasn't. The, there were no expectations the, going into Kansas they City. They ended the season on this streak. They 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 eliminated they lost the to Carolina when yeah. something was expected. When they went to Kansas City, you somebody expected them to go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. No, they had on season expectations, bro. Oh, like, what a season expectation for? So, look, I I think this is a great step for them. I think they're a very good team. I think this is a good step. They'll make the playoffs. They'll have a yes. good record, and they might even win a playoff game. But I don't see them being at that top tier Week 17, of the NFC. Circle it. They got the Cowboys. Right. That'll be. I mean, oh, we'll see Dallas. what teams are playing for, but that'll be a game. So, to so prove. I just want to make no, sure we're you. clear. Totally. If the, they beat the Cowboys, I'll be believing. A team could go fifteen and two and not be what, a what did the Cow- in, What did the, his, what did the Steelers book, do yes. a few years ago? Was it 12 and 4 when they went? They yeah, started 11 that's, and 1? Yeah, that's not what I said. Something I said, like that. I said, can and you were saying it was better than a bye. No, no, these are two different years, actually. When they were 11 and 1. Okay, but did you believe in them the, that the, year? The, Nobody the, believed in them when they were 11 and 1. So it's the, not just the standings. The, okay, so, but I'm asking so that you can be the one seed and not be a contender. The Steelers were not the one seed. Yeah, it's like the Hawks that year, remember? What? Yeah, the 61 Hawks. That was a good team. Not man. the 61 took, Hawks. Yeah. Remember the Hawks were winning all those yes. games? Like, what about the Hawks? They won 60 right? games. Right. Yeah, yeah they were the second. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, coming up next, it's a special scary edition of Mahomes Mountain. Uh, but we're going to turn our attention right now. Change to- at the top. I mean, change at the top. We know what that means. Okay. Well, yeah. you'll see. I saw a glance of it. Cowboys at Eagles Sunday at 4 on Fox. They're going to watch. Uh, Eagles fans think they're the best team and have the best talent. That's what Dusty says. And Dusty, guess who agrees with you? Micah Parsons. Take a listen. Next week, we got a huge matchup against the Eagles. 
Uh, last week, I said they were the best team in the NFL. Do I still believe that it's true? Uh, and yeah, I do. Uh, regardless of what what I think or what I say, or you know, I'm not a person that lives in denial. Uh, I know what's out there. I see what's in front of me. I see uh, what's out there. I don't think the Eagles play their best football at all yet. Um, I think, you know, they know they're so good and they can beat a lot of teams off of talent. Um, they have the most talented roster in the NFL, without a doubt. I, I don't care how you match it up. Give this I, man a Webby. I mean, so that, guy's, that guy's cogent. That's not what he's trying to get down. No, 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 he's just he's trying, trying to, to get wildly to objective. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just sounds like a regular radio guy. Bro, I know, that's the plays. problem. Bro, can I get your take on, on this? I agree that Eagles have more raw talent than Dallas. I think the Eagles also have a glaring weakness Dallas does not. I don't you think Dallas. backfield? Yeah. I don't think Dallas has a glaring weakness. They might now their strengths might not, you know, their peaks might not be as high as right. the Eagles. But I think the Eagles, while top to bottom, might have the best roster in football. They also have a bit of an Achilles heel, which is even Sam Howell can throw on them. Mac Jones looked like a grown-up quarterback against right, them. Like nice. people can throw on them, and Still I lost. don't think Dallas has that. I guess you could say their Achilles heel is the F game every once in a while. But I don't think they have like a part of their team. It's like oh, they can't defend the run or they can't throw short. Like so that's where I that's where well, I parse. Even if you think Philly has more talent, it is not. So decisive Agreed. that Michael Parsons should be talking about it the way. Now, unless this is some reverse psychology for the Eagles, I don't know. But look, offensive line, yes, Phillies is better. Yeah. Right? But Dallas is, according to Pro Football Focus, Phillies is ranked second, Dallas is ranked five. All right, running back. I mean, Phillies is better. Well, Phillies got a better Tony, running game. No, running game. Yeah. But DeAndre Swift individually, is he necessarily better than Tony Pollard individually? I don't know. I think that's close. Receivers, obviously, Philly has. But that's the, but like you, you see said, how you just did that. You just did receivers as a cluster. As they a definitely unit. have that. The running backs, you have to do it no, as a unit but, too. But my point is, I mean, first of all, mainly it's it's uh, Swift getting most of the yards. All right, but they're more committed to the run, and they have the offensive line. They might be slightly more talented, okay? But Micah, I don't – do you like hearing – like if you were a teammate, do you want to hear this? I just think he's – look, he's being – I really don't care if I'm a teammate because I know what I'm going to get out of him. And I think it comes down to like this is is why this game is going to be so intriguing because they clearly have the advantage, I believe, the Cowboys defensively versus uh, – I shouldn't say defensively. It's it's – Clearly, the advantage—they're more complete. Offense, the Dallas Cowboys' offense have the advantage over the uh, Phillies' defense, but it's good on good. When you think about both of these teams, Phillies' offense is what they lead with; that's their strength. Dallas's defense is what's their strength. They're going to be on the field at the same time. Something's got to give. And when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, this is to your point. When you look at what's glaringly obvious a weakness, the Phillies' secondary. I trust Dallas's offense more than I trust Philly's secondary. Well, they're hoping obviously Bayard will be better this yeah. week, you know, and more acclimated because it didn't really make a difference last mm-hmm. week. And quarterbacks is close. Close, right? I mean, That's very close. I'll take Dallas Jaylen, also close. doesn't have anybody at halftime of games DMing fans, which I think if they did, we would call them a silly team. Dusty, you got Gainwell Wild. Do you want to crush him so you keep the same energy? Mike is not mad at you. Crush Gainwell. Why? What? Because wow. if that was, if Tony Pollard at halftime of the game was DMing a fan, Brood called him a silly team. No. And say, 
tapes, Jared Jones, no. fault for his radio interviews. Their, Everybody knows it. Their silliness starts with the owner. And it trickles down to okay. the best well, players doing well, podcasts we got, where he's like an opponent well, better yeah, than them. That's fine. He, he's doing podcasts in front of me. on Tuesday. I, Gainwell's sliding into people's DMs angry no, on Sunday. It's just like shouting at the fans. It's happening right. on your phone. You just shout on your phone. But it's on digital. See, you guys you guys sound old. Everybody checks their phone that have Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's Halloween afternoon here, and the ghosts of past takes have come back to haunt the mountain from top to bottom. Look at all the snow. Can the mountain's namesake stay at the top after a terrible three-interception day? Has Joe Burrow's cursed calf allowed the Bengals to rise from the dead? And why did Mac Jones throw yet another interception? There's no Halloween references, literally. You know Jalen Ramsey's back. It's obvious he's going to jump the route. Well, you're about to find out in the iciest segment in all of sports. It's Mahomes now. Thank you so much for the great introduction, Kevin Wilds. Even though you added a Mahomes interception, he Sorry. did not have. He had Sorry. two interceptions, only one that really turned. <laughs> Three turnovers, I apologize. Final play of the game. The other one was fumble, but it doesn't Cold matter. Guys, we have a crisis at base camp. Oh, they're out. Oh, we're wow. out of lodging. Hot cocoa costs more than big face coffee. <laughs> Half the league has fallen off the well, mountain. Well, that seems like a mountain it, issue. Well, you know, half or, the league off the mountain. I'm just telling you right now. Half it's, the it's, league. Half the league. It's a quarterback production issue. It's an injury issue. Look at this. You find one person on there, they're like, oh, no, that person should be on the mountain. No, they shouldn't. Now, Injured, to the mountain itself. Bottom row. You can survive these guys if all else is okay, but right now, none are difference makers. By the way, shout out Sam Howell and Will Levis yeah. for getting back. Oh, Levis, first time, first game, he was excellent, actually. Mm-hmm. Was. Sam Howell was quite good against Philadelphia. Stafford is a tough one to put on this level, but he's bet injured now. He hurt himself. And after he was hurt, they ran a two-point conversion pass to him that he dove for and hurt himself more. So those guys are at least those still on the mountain. Row six, totally big. There's just nobody. There's just nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody on row six, which is why everyone's at base camp. Now to actually quarterbacks you can win with, row five guys. These are good quarterbacks, I suppose. I couldn't believe Derek Carr was on here either, but he was good this past week. He didn't <laughs> yell at as many people. He played well in an important win. Caleb slips, it really, not because he played so poorly, but because he needs to play brilliantly. C.J. Stroud got outplayed by the other, you know, top pick of the draft, so he slips a bit. And I understand folks are been very angry about Caleb's placement on the mountain, but now that you're seeing what we're dealing with in the NFL this year, I think we can all agree that, like, yeah, I do think, actually, that the Denver Broncos would rather trot Caleb out there moving forward sure? the rest of the year. Sure about yeah, that? Threw for 114 yards. No, I don't know. Got the W. Right. No, three touchdowns. Row four. Josh Allen rises up the mountain. Tua slips a bit despite an excellent statistical game. You'll see why in a moment. Dak and Jared Goff stay exactly where they are because while the bottom part of the mountain is greatly in flux, the upper 
reaches of the mountain, those quarterbacks for the most part acquitted themselves quite well this week. Row three, guys you absolutely can get to the Super Bowl with. Jalen Hurts has been there. Lamar has won an MVP. Trevor has improved exponentially each year. Lamar, however, drops a bit because he had 175 total yards passing and rushing. And Trevor had a brutal red zone turnover. Once again, it was raining, but at some point Trevor's going to have to deal with the rain, so he slips a bit. Now to row two and the big shockers. Patrick Mahomes slips down the mountain. Three turnovers. You lose to the Denver Broncos for the first time since Patrick was in high school. And Joe Bleeping Burrow with a leap from row five to row two. The best two quarterbacks in the league. Joe Burrow finally healthy off the bye. Looked like it. He takes his rightful place as a row two guy. And then right now at the top of the mountain, it's open season. Who's going to grab it? Nobody knows. But right now it's Baker. Patrick Mahomes played so poorly and the team played so poorly he can't keep his spot joe can't get to the very top based off one game lamar didn't play great the prince didn't play great they can't move up so it's hard to find who should replace mahomes at the top of the mountain so there is greg jennings this week's edition of mahomes mountain yeah um, i got a few problems with the mountain number one but you talk about the prince can't move up because he didn't play great but that he just stays the same how is this when well, the he, prince moved down uh, no I, I mean I, I don't care about the prince what I <laughs> right now I'm talking about Dak but since you brought up the prince like Dak Prescott has played superb in his last two outings it's like he's the king and the prince is just the prince and wow. so last wow. time I checked a king ranked higher than the prince. That's still accurate. And Dak Prescott <laughs> has performed a lot better than your guy, okay. the prince that was promised. If you look at week eight, like this is who, who Dak Prescott needs to be for this team yeah. that you said the tier above him has quarterbacks that can absolutely get their team to the Super Bowl. Well, Dak Prescott has something to say about it. Look at week eight versus the first six weeks. Like he wasn't great. And then what we saw this last game, he was absolutely superb. If he can sustain that, in my opinion, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League if that happens. I remember back early in the year, I said Dak Prescott has shown us that he can be elite. Yeah. Broussard, you remember that. Bruce, that was an elite game. He has to start a dynasty. That was an elite elite game. And if we look at, and and if we look at the comparison really quick with Dak Prescott and your guy, the Prince has promised. Dak had four touchdowns and Prince had one. They both had around 300 yards. I I have a problem with him, the Prince being higher than Dak Prescott. Okay, so look at this. So listen, this week. That's fair. Hold on. That is fair. Oh, wait a moment. Very good. This week. It's about week to week. It, it, is a, it is, again, guys, it is a rich tapestry of factors. <laughs> and if it were simply who played the best this one week, then it would, what would be the point of the mountain? Just go to USA Today. Exactly I, right. They have it on an insert. Exactly correct. Wild, thank I you. totally agree with you. It's a tapestry, which yeah. is why I've been smiling for the last three minutes. Why? <laughs> because I knew this day would come. I have been patient through the banners through the tattoos, sitting there thinking to myself, this isn't fair. This isn't right. And now today I get to reclaim my spot 
as the number one Patrick Mahomes oh, guy oh. on this show. Why? Dusty, the video. The video. I'm about to make a statement that will lead some of you to say I'm being a prisoner of the moment. Some of you will say I'm being premature. But several years from now, many of you will say he nailed it. Patrick Mahomes is Jordan S. Yes, as in Michael Jordan. That was in 2019, long before anyone else said Patrick Mahomes would someday be the GOAT. That is not true. Sports Illustrated knows. Yeah. Here they are. Uh, the magazine of record. Fox's Chris Broussard, Patrick Mahomes, best QB ever. But and where does now it say you're the finally, first? Hold on, wait a second. Now you might have finally, just really screwed yourself here, Brew. Hold on. 2019. You, yes, you have been. No, first of all, that's October 25th of 2022. That, that is. Okay. So I'm, I'm talking to oh, you. always claimed that Sports Illustrated said you were the first. Yeah. Where does it the say nerve. you're the first? I've touched the nerve. Because here's my thing. I was on this show I, saying it. I get that Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow Greg, was there. I've touched the nerve. I've touched the nerve, America. <laughs> I'm bringing facts. Joe Burrow's great sun, Sunday. Patrick Mahomes wasn't. But it's a tapestry. It's not week to week. It's yes. not the standards. It's not the stats. Patrick Mahomes is by far clearly the best quarterback still in the NFL. And, Nick, yes. I think you're punishing the wrong person by Mahomes not having his typical Mahomes season. I think it should be, you should be looking at the GM, Brett Veach. You should be looking at those receivers who keep having the drops. Patrick Mahomes does not have nearly the arsenal that other guys have. Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Your boy Burrow has Jamar Chase and a plethora of very good wide receivers. Yeah. Tua, my goodness. I mean, he's you know what he's what going to he, the games with. He's trying to and Pat, no, Patrick Mahomes despite not having anybody outside of Travis Kelsey to throw to. Yeah. Still has his team at 6-2. and yeah. Two. Yeah. Still is third in the league What's in yards happening? per game. I'm telling you, yeah. Mahomes should still be okay. at the top of the mountain. He is at the top okay. of the mountain. No, he should be number one by himself. Hold on. It, it is a, by himself. It is a slippery mountain. Yeah, slippery. And even if everyone acknowledges you're the best, you might have a week. We're all but it's not week to week, right? Like, well, no, there, again, it is a or great Or Dak would be it? up there. It is a it's rich tapestry. Rich of a I lot just of found that out. But it, it, precisely. I would like, I am so it's glad all right. I'm actually happy that we about pulled this. the archives. Wilds, why do you seem confused? I thought this was going to be about the flu game, to be honest with you, once I saw that. <laughs> Uh, the whole thing was going to be. He didn't have the flu game that Mike had. Well, well I know, and that's what I'm saying. It says Mahomes is still Jordan S. He actually had the flu. Had the flu. Yeah. Jordan Michael Ness. Jordan had the flu. No, he was hungover from drinking tequila oh, and eating no. pizza. And Either he was hungover had poison pizza, Al, meat in the middle, and bought the flu. <laughs> Any event, I'm going to move. Josh Dobbs, who is currently not on the mountain, mm -hmm. just because he went one and seven and has averaged, uh, I don't know, under 200 yards per game. Mm -hmm. But he did have that win against the Cowboys. And all of a sudden, well, guess who's the quarterback of my frisky Vikings team, which is trying to contend and rebuild at the same exact time. But he time. can't be climbing up the He's mountain. climbing up the mountain. No, Do you know what? Put him somewhere on the bottom. Well. That's a that's an aggressive uh, altitude wow. for him. I wouldn't have him that high, but he's still climbing. Gonna look at who uh, Josh Dobbs now has to throw to. Greg, 
I've been high on, obviously, Justin Jefferson. But now that Addison, tell me if you buy this theory. The idea that Addison, like, in his mind is a number one guy, but then you line up next to Justin Jefferson, like, man, he's obviously a number one guy. Justin Jefferson goes down. You get to have a big boost to self-confidence. So when Justin Jefferson comes back for this Saints game, hello, all of a sudden, Josh Dobbs has two number one guys to throw to. Buying that? I do buy that. Perfect. Because you get a lot of targets when you're the number one guy, and you're going to get those opportunities to build your confidence. I buy that. Okay. He's a big Dobbs guy. I but, am. Which is big why guy. So I'm, Vikings chances are still very much alive. I think Josh Dobbs is capable. I, I Can, love that pickup for the for the. I, so Vikings. I would like him to move up, not move, that high, or at least not be on Mahomes, it. At least has, be on it. but somewhere on the mountain. Okay, well let's see him play for him first. <laughs> hey, based on what he did with the Cardinals, he yeah, can't beat be the on Cowboys. The <laughs> That was that was back when Brew was making videos in his bedroom. Beat the Cowboys. That was during the pandemic. He threw for 265 yards against the Wait, Niners. The pandemic. First of all, Brew, the pandemic was yeah, not actually, 2019. Yeah, it was before the exactly. pandemic. Exactly. It was pre-pandemic. He's got his 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 his. I'm touching the nerve. Wild. Yes. I'm rooting for Josh Dobbs. I Josh Dobbs. I was at the rookie intro night or whatever. And he and his dad walked up to me, and he handed me a business card that said, Josh Dobbs, NFL quarterback. And ever from that, I was like, that guy's going places. Now, what he did end up going places, a bunch of teams cut him. But now he's getting a chance. I like Josh Dobbs. I think your Vikings can still make the playoffs. 100% they can make the playoffs. I think they can still make the playoffs, even without Kirk. But I, he's got to earn are a spot Are they a contender if they make the playoffs? No, yes. Brew. Yes, they, they are. They're not a contender. Throw yes. the ball down yes. to Justin I know Jefferson. Greg's, yes. Greg's a They're big participation a trophy guy. Just run the ball a little bit. Uh, Coming up next, just, when did team Brew Mons, the juice seat? boxes, all that. That's great. should have been traded. <laughs> Welcome back to a very scary show. Devontae Adams. That could have been a 98-yard touchdown. Well, here, this one's open. This one could Jimmy have been a 60-yarder. Stinks and has always I, I, I don't know what happened to Jimmy I do. G. I got some ideas. I What's call on me, time. teacher? Jimmy call G. on me. They're really asking good. him to he throw outside the numbers. Quickly. Yeah. He got what he does. It happens. Here's the Not everybody's Tom Brady. I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but, I mean, that's that kind of goes without saying. Okay, he's still on the Raiders. Hey, Dusty, did he get traded yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that we're 18 minutes past deadline, so it's not happening. Well, you never know. Maybe it's a paperwork thing. <laughs> Uh, Greg, did the Raiders make a mistake in not trading Devontae Adams? Uh, to say that they made a mistake, obviously he's one of their best offensive weapons, their best offensive weapon. But I believe that they made a mistake because this is a team that's not going anywhere. They're mm-hmm. not going to get any wins this year. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Their head coach should be fired possibly Ouch. even before the season even is over. Like, the quarterback, Brew, I don't know what you ever saw in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, 70% he packed up. <laughs> he packed up all Two those NFC wins. Two NFC title games, the Super Bowl. He, he must have left all those wins in his luggage on the move to, to Vegas uh-huh. because they're not happening for him. Like, Devontae Adams deserves better. Now, they don't owe him anything. But for me, when you look at what you're trying to become, it's not going to happen this year. And so why not build around what you can get in return of a guy like Devontae Adams if somebody was calling? Because I'm sure people were calling. Mm. Yeah. The, so people understand it. It was a very attractive contract to trade for. 
for in the short term. It's if you traded for Devontae Adams, you owed him three million for the rest of this year, seventeen million for next year, and that's it. I would do now that. that's for the a team that trading for him, bro. Now, like if they had traded for him, today, the, if if the Bills had traded for him, they would have gotten would. him for this year and next year for a total of twenty million bucks. Now the following two years are a total of seventy million. Oh. So you probably are going to oh. either have to cut him or restructure mm-hmm. or something like that. But you could have viewed it as a season-and-a-half rental, and this offseason, he's going to get traded, which is why I think the Raiders made a mistake. Because it is going to be a new head coach, it is going to be a rookie quarterback, and they are going to start from scratch. And now, instead of a team giving you the value of a two playoff runs with Devontae right. Adams or more, yep. you're getting one playoff run or more. And so I, I said it last night. I was not talking about the Chiefs because I knew the Chiefs were not adding a significant wide receiver. You can say they should have. I just knew they weren't going to, and I didn't want people to think I was trying to get him to the Chiefs. But the following teams I talked about, the, the Texans, I would have considered you know what, C.J. Stroud, they can make the playoffs, give him a legitimate receiver. The Bills certainly should have considered yep. it. The Ravens, I think, should have done it. Yeah. The, 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 have him do oh, what yeah. you thought Odell was going to do, except way better, and then him and Zay Flowers. There were teams that it made a ton of sense for that I think he would have been worth a first-round pick and a little more. And if you're the Raiders, right now, it is not – Devontae chose to want to go there, and you know he opened the door to this. And I don't think it would have been way better with Derek Carr. So it's not about what was right for him. It's that if you're the Raiders, admitting you're the Raiders, and you tried to microwave it like, oh, don't worry, guys – we're going to add Devontae Adams to be right there. No, you're not. Don't worry, guys. We're going to switch out Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo and get better. No, you're not. And and admitting where you're at and starting from scratch, which is what they need to do. I agree with both of you. Everything you said is true. And, and the thing is this. When they go to Devontae, because he's frustrated with the losing, understandably so. He's frustrated with the lack of targets, understandably so. But when you look at it, it doesn't even matter. When they've targeted him more – We'll see on this graph. We don't have the graphic. Okay. But he in games they've lost, he's been targeted an average of 12 times. Games they've won, he's only been targeted six times. I'm not saying that means Devontae's overrated or he's not as good, but it just doesn't – it's irrelevant to that team because they're so bad. So I think they should have moved on. Even if you're like, he is our best player, best offensive player – Going to him a lot still doesn't help well, you because you're so bad here's elsewhere. Here's Ron. Stefan leads the league in targets with 90. Puka's 89. Tyreek's 87. Jamar's 85. A.J. Brown's 83. Devontae's 78. So he's sixth. The problem is those targets are going out of bounds. These yes. Are, like, these all count as targets, but Josh to Stefan's targets is very different from Jimmy G's to Devontae's targets. You, you, boy, you striking a nerve right now. <laughs> I can't stand the whole target Tar- You don't thing. like targets. I can't stand targets. Talk to me when you tell me you On had an target? opportunity. Uh-huh. No, opportunity <laughs> means I actually had a chance to make a play on that ball. Those, those targets that we just showed, the ball's flying out of bounds, those are targets. That, that's not an opportunity for him to make a play. Like, but they go down as a target as if yeah, we we tried. We threw it well, to Josh you. Josh could be like, like hey, we're dialing it up for oh, you. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't like that at all, man. And so to 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 the 
full screen that we don't have right, about right, his right. targets, those targets, if he's in the vicinity of where the ball is, uh, target to Devontae. And, it should, and by the way, I think he's a bit in it. Ever since he had the press conference saying, I know we're winning, but I'm chasing greatness, two weeks ago he dropped an easy touchdown that was an important play. Yep. Last night one of the few on-target ones was a third down one when the game was still a game and he dropped it. He's not – you know, he's not in a great mental space right now. No. He feels like he's being squandered. I'm sure he feels a little regretful about, you know, forcing his way there and, and the things that happened. Mm. And the, the league is better if awesome players have a chance to be awesome. And so, like, and, and the league is better when teams, like, I think what Washington did today was smart. They're like, you know what? We are not contending. So let's try to reboot the the contention as quickly as possible with sweat and young trades. The Raiders don't want to admit. I feel like Devonte Tyreek might be here and Devontae's there. Tyreek's got 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. He's got 539 and three touchdowns. Yeah, and Tyreek's having the time of his life. Exactly. Well, Vegas, not bad. They got the sphere. Well, yeah. Okay, maybe outside. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow. Ooh. Another edition of Nick's Tears. Go ahead. Change at the top. A real change at the top. The Tears has a full committee, and the Chiefs last year were only at the top 60% of the season. It's not like Mahomes Mountain. It's not called the Chiefs Tears. Okay. (laughs) That's true. Mahomes not even. Uh, Metal sign, just missing the cut. Jordan Poole, who made, I'm not saying it's an all-time NBA blooper, but certainly an all-time NBA I don't care about my teammates, or are we just like this? Would be unacceptable yeah. in a pickup. Yeah, game. Really and, and by the way, they're down 26-11 in the first quarter. It's not like things are going so well. Let me try to work on something cool. No, but that's fine. <laughs> it's a wild uh, by the way, shout out to the people who had the takes that he could win the scoring title this year because they were going to be so bad. Bronze medal. D'Angelo Russell. Now, listen, there were better overall performances. Luka had a 30-point triple-double. Jokic was awesome. But D'Lo who I said shouldn't be closing for the Lakers, mm-hmm. was part of the closing group and was excellent in the fourth quarter yesterday. Want to shout him out as the Lakers get a tough win against Orlando at home. Orlando, who's playing well. Silver medal. The best player on the Hawks. DeJounte Murray. 41-7-5. and five. Yeah, I be- felt like a shot. Yeah, well, it was, it was an intentional shot. shot I mean, Trey also- is shooting, what, 20-something? Well, I, I, you know what? I didn't know that, but I did know he's, a, he's more of a winning player. And then the gold. Uh, it's been a week, so it's early. But he's been the second-best player in the league so far to Luka. Yeah, Luka, Steph, Jokic thus far. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. What? Jokic's playing all right. I sat him third. I had, I had Lucas, Luka, Steph, Joker. Stop. Luke is undefeated. Not everything should be close. You know Speak. I'm next. We'll be here tomorrow.